0: Hello, Maker of Minnesota friends and fans. We have a very special event coming up. I'm hosting a series of Makers of Minnesota dinners at the Lexington in St. Paul, and I'm so excited. Not only will you be front and center with some of the best makers in the Twin Cities, but you'll be treated to a three-course dinner compliments of Chef Antonio from the Lexington, and he'll be using the featured maker's ingredients in all the courses that he's making for this special event. Our September dinner is Tuesday, September 28th, tickets are $98. Our featured makers are the talented folks from Alamar Cheese, Red Table Meats, Bakersfield Flour and Bread, and Trace Leches in the food building in Northeast Minneapolis. We will be the exclusive diners in the restaurant for the entire evening, and you will mingle with me and your favorite makers and taste their wonderful products. And a special treat, you can even pre-order the first ever makers of minnesota holiday box filled with my favorite products from makers all around the twin cities we'll have a limited number of tickets for this special event and when they're gone, they're gone. So go to thelexmn.com and sign up via Eventbrite for the first Makers of Minnesota dinner featuring the talented makers of the food building, including the delicious cheese from Alomar Cheese, breads from Bakersfield Flour and Bread, meats from Red Table Meats and Elixirs, and tinctures from Trace Leches. Get your tickets now at thelexmn.com. and welcome to The Makers of Minnesota. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I am your host and I am here today to talk with Latunji Abram and she is the founder of a company called Latunji's Palette that I had the distinct pleasure of working with at the Stone Arch Festival this year. Yes, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, that is true. How did you get started in Latunji's Palette, and would you describe to people what you make? Yes, how did I get started? True story, Stephanie. Um,
1: I went to meet with this amazing um, pastor of a community historical church in South Minneapolis to talk about launching my teen parent charter school, and I wanted to start with my GED program Um at his church because he is known, the church, there's like a social enterprise wing of his mm-hmm. church. And when I went, Stephanie, what did I do? What I always do is I bring treats. And this particular day, this particular meeting, I brought along, literally, it was still warm. I'll never forget a peach cobbler. And we are all in this meeting and we're talking about the GED program and what that's going to look like and what it's going to take to get there. And He just stops right in the middle of the meeting and because he was eating the peach cobbler. He said, girl, you are going to sell this peach cobbler at our farmer's market this summer. And he looks over at his assistant and he was like, and we're going to help you get every license that you need. And also we have a commercial kitchen. you are going to use our commercial kitchen. You are going to sell these cobblers. And I laughed. Stephanie, I laughed. (laughs) And I will be honest with you, though, I laughed. But he was so persistent and I'm glad that he was. So I took them up on the offer and Stephanie, I started selling my cobblers, both the buttery, buttery peach cobbler and a vegan peach cobbler summer 2018 and literally the business took off. So there was a bit of a pivot because when I grow up, I still plan to launch that teen parent charter school for both moms and dads. It's going to be a state of the art um, performing arts um, high school for teen parents. And I kid you not, it took off and
0: I'm so excited that it did. So you have the peach cobbler and then you have a couple of other flavors now, too. How do you make the vegan ones?
1: So the the vegan peach cobbler, well, first and foremost, my um, crust is a handmade organic coconut oil crust across the board. So I use that even on the peach cobbler um, that um, we use with butter. Wow. And then, of course, with my vegan peach cobbler, I'd use, of course, a non-dairy, soy-free vegan butter. Um, and then, you know, just talk to it and provide all the extra <laughs> love and all that. And there you have your beach,
0: vegan peach cobbler.
1: Never and thought it-
0: about putting coconut oil in a crust, but I guess it makes sense. And when I tell you that it's divine, it is
1: absolutely delicious. Um, it took my mom
0: a while to say,
1: Yes. She still sometimes is like, you know how I taught you to make crust, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I love it. My nephews, they
0: um absolutely love it. My son.
1: So I just think it's great.
0: Well, you've been out and about throughout the summer here in the Twin Cities with your cobblers. What has it been like to have launched this business in the shadow of the murder of George Floyd and all the interest in Uh, Black and uh, BIPOC businesses.
1: What has it been like to launch my business during a time such as this? You know, um, as a Black woman born and raised in the state of Minnesota, I have seen um, a lot of injustice in my young life. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that injustice and then being a part of community And being active in finding ways to um, limit crime in our communities has always been in my DNA. So when the situation happened with George Floyd, as you know, the difference with his murder was the world witnessed it. Mm -hmm. They would hear about injustice, see injustice, but to an extent. But the world witnessed that literal, literally, I'll just use the word the truth. The truth sets us free. The world witnessed a modern day lynching. Mm -hmm. And Uh so for me, it's different for me than it is for you, because I am a woman of color and I see these injustices every single day. And I'm a mother of an African-American male and an aunt to uh, African-American uh, young men. And so how, I mean, launching my business, actually, well, I launched the business a couple of years before that situation happened. But um, I think I looked at it, you know, food brings people together. Sure. And it was more of a healing process. My cobblers were used to help heal. They're used to help heal. They're they're used to bring people together. And so that is why I came up with the buttery, buttery and a big because if someone is like I don't want as many calories, you have choice. But at the same time, um I would have to say that you know my desserts, they bring people together. And so my desserts during that time um was a perfect platform to use those desserts, um, bring people together for conversation and healing.
0: It's it's really interesting to me when I think about meeting you and hearing about your experience, because I think I've known as a business person that it's been harder for folks that want to start businesses that are of color to get loans and to get help. But mm. it's been really interesting to see firsthand how... Real, that really was in a way that I never fully understood. And I am encouraged that there are more people investing in businesses because, I mean, your product's amazing and it's delicious and it brings so much joy to people when they eat it. I watch their faces, which I'm sure you do too. Yes. It's so fun to see. It is fun to see. So you grew up in Minneapolis. Tell me about your mom and was she the original baker? Well, I come from four generations of bakers, um, my
1: mother's mother, and then my grandmother's mom. So Grandma Mamie, my mom, when I was younger, she would always talk about how Grandmother Mamie baked and how she would bring people together on Sundays and, you know, how they would partake. In and partic- in, in particular, she was known for her biscuits, she made biscuits. My mom just would say even the burnt biscuits, if any of them were burnt, it was still a treat. And so just, you know, um, being born and raised with excellent cook, I took on gourmet desserts. That's my thing is the desserts. But they're great cooks
0: across the board. Yeah, I bet your family <laughs> gathering you know, are pretty great. They are amazing. Absolutely. So- Mm -hmm. So you're trying at this point to launch uh, more of a full-service operation with the cafe. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. More of it's a dessert bar cafe. Absolutely. Um, Latunji's Palette uh, will be Bakery and Cafe, 1400 Park Avenue
0: South. Which is a great uh, historic part of town. So that's a fun place to have chosen And you put together a GoFundMe and you're in the middle of raising capital. And what has happened in your social media? And so since that
1: time, thank you so much for asking, Stephanie. All of a sudden, I had, um, they call them internet trolls. They um, found one of my posts to really turn into, it was unbelievable, Long story short, I was invited to New Jersey for the New Jersey Vegan Fest, and it was absolutely fabulous, Stephanie. The people in New Jersey are amazing. And of course, the cobbler was beyond the definition of a hit. We took tons of pictures. And what am I known for, Stephanie, is when you purchase a dessert, you take a picture in front of the Latina Palette poster, and we posted on social media. We posted all these beautiful pictures. And in particular, there were two very short uh, personal testimonies. One was a young man and one was a young lady. The young man went bananas over the peach cobbler. Stephanie, it was so cute. He um, referenced it as, and he said, quote unquote, he said, he came back and he purchased two more. That's what happened. And when he came back, he was like, this is so, he said, this is so good. He said, the love I did not receive, Cause he's a he's a comedian. He was like, The love I didn't receive as a child is right here in this jar. And it's just so cute how he said it stuff. And I posted that video. And then there was a young woman where she fell in love with the peanut butter fig cookie. And she was with her husband. And she she came back and she bought another one. And I said, she said, This cookie is just so good. And she danced with it, right? And it was not a provocative dance, but she, you know, she would her dad, she danced with it, and she does look, she looks very young, but she is a grown woman okay however the the social media trolls whoever that, that follow me they um supposedly this is what facebook the the auto response told me is that several persons reported um you know violations facebook violations okay on my fan page and then lo and behold they just literally shut my facebook page and my uh, instagram down and supposedly now i did receive a, a notice that for 72 hours, whatever that means. Uh, Stephanie, this happened last Thursday. And what, at first it stung a little bit, but then it it gave me motivation. It helped me understand that I have, my purpose in life is to be a blessing to others. And we know that that cafe is gonna change so many lives because people are gonna come to work and be able to work and flow in harmony. They're gonna come there thinking that that's the des- their destiny. But actually what we do, Stephanie, is we lifestyle together. We going to we figure out, like, you know what, that's great. This is your job, but what's your passion? What are you really passionate about? What is it something you'll do for free? Once mm-hmm. we figure that out, then we work together, we figure out how to get that person there. Can you imagine? They wanna see success. It's a place that's gonna be open and it's gonna welcome community and people from all walks of life. That's no easy feat. And so all of what's happening right now, it's like I said, it stung in the beginning, but it's not a surprise to me. And the the motivation and the fuel it's given me is it helps me understand that I'm really onto something. So I'm pressing in and look at the blessing. That happened. So now I've went and I started utilizing what I should have been doing in the first place, more of my LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, Twitter. You know, I, I this is how I really feel. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Stephanie, when you think about Harriet Tubman, she didn't have a cell phone. She didn't have a laptop. Right. right. See, but but did. But, but my and my point behind that is it did not stop her from leading several persons to freedom. And becoming a major revolutionary. So if that was a way of escape for her back then, this Internet, yes, it does provide great media, great social media, you know, all of that good stuff. But at the end of the day, it will not stop me and the vision and the plan and the purpose for Latunji's pal.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm glad that we're getting a chance to talk through this because, you know, I had a client that's Facebook page was hacked and I had another client that someone stole her Instagram and was posting a bunch of ads on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we as business people rely on a lot of these tools and we've become very comfortable with them. But when those tools go away, you sort of feel like somebody has taken something from you and it's very difficult to get it back. What are you doing at this point, Latunji? Are you, is there a way you can get your pages back or? Well, what supposedly,
1: like I said, now all of a sudden there's this message indicating, um, oh wait, so hold on. (laughs) So the message that I started receiving on this week, which the first time I saw it was Tuesday. So today, sometime today would be 72 hours, but they finally put this reason out there and they put it under the category where like sexual exploita- exploitation of, of children, anything related to that Facebook doesn't allow. And I I just laughed and I said, you know what? The trolls really, really got together. And plan that because Stephanie, you know, like I know some things that we see on social media, we're like, oh my God, how does this person even get a page?
0: Oh yeah. There's a lot of gross
1: stuff. out. Yep. And so what I'm doing, I mean, is I'm being patient with the 72 hours, but I do have another plan as well. And I said, you know, and believe me, Stephanie, I could get a letter directly to Zuckerberg if I have to, to say, y'all, you guys (laughs) have to figure this out. This is really unacceptable. And anybody that really knows me knows I would never, ever, ever do anything like that, you know? So, I mean, yeah. it's just like, and in my, because they do get a comment box. I had to upload my driver's license, you guys, all this other stuff. And there is a comment box. Well, But what when they send that, they don't tell you what supposedly happened, but they asked you, if you feel like this is an error, explain us why I'm paraphrasing or whatever. Right. And I put in that box, I said, you know, I said, when folk, I said, the folk that report things like this, once you guys figure out, that they're a troll or that they're, you know, they're, they're fabricating. Those are the accounts that you need to shut down immediately. Right. And they say that like, I, Oh, I've heard you'll never, you'll never know who it was, but I don't believe that either. Because I said, they're going to have to figure this out. Right. It's just totally unacceptable. Not when there's pages out there, you Stephanie, you know, we could go on and on about some of the pages that are out there. Some of the situations that people even use their pages for, we could go yeah. out. that really should be shut down.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, I agree with so. you. And and I, I feel hopeful that your page will get unlocked, but I know it's just completely frustrating and you feel like you're sort of handcuffed. You don't know what to do or who to turn to. And you're dealing with sort of a computer that's a faceless being. The Facebook, here's, the,
1: here's what's really scary, Stephanie. So my personal page and my Instagram, which is Crazy because it's you know Latunji's Latunji's palette. Mm-hmm. Those they shut those down, but I but my Latunji's palette Facebook page is up. But of course, I don't have access to it because I'm locked out. Right. Isn't that crazy? That's actually scary
0: to me. Yeah, it's all a little crazy. I I do agree with that. And has it been hard for you to continue to fundraise for the cafe with all this going on?
1: You know, I I would say it's been interesting, but funds there's, they're still coming in. I'd say since that, you know, since that's happened, it's funds have still been coming in. But the thing is, and this is why I said, I, you know, I hate to say this, Stephanie and you don't want to listen to people sometimes, but I had this whole entire schedule where I was going to start recording once a day, up to three minutes. And literally my page was shut down the next day for this unknown, you know what I'm saying? And so I do believe, of course, yes, it did affect my fundraising because going live, you know, you're, you, when you have a person's attention, there it is. And they give and you, you know, keep it moving. But I'm optimistic that this particular situation will increase my donations via iPhone, women, PayPal, or Cash App.
0: Yeah. Because those I, are
1: the three forms that we're using.
0: I hope so, because your story is, you're just such a very positive person. You're a Thank problem solver. Thank you. Thank you. I've had the opportunity to work with you and you're a problem solver. You're, you just have a light in the world and I'm, I'm really crazy about your product, but I'm also crazy about you as a person. And I think you have a lot of good left to do in the world. And it's super fun to talk to you. I'm sorry this happened on social media, but go ahead and give your handle. So if people want to help with the cafe, they can do that.
1: Sure. So it'd be iPhone women, Latunji's palette and then PayPal Latunji's palette (laughs) And then Cash App is dollar sign Latunji L U T U N J I. That's L U T U N J I.
0: And what is your timeline for the cafe at this point? When are you hoping to be open by?
1: We are pushing to open late fall. We just secured our um, construction team. That's that we feel really comfortable with, and we're just so excited.
0: So late fall it is. Okay. Well, we will
1: put out on social media.
0: Yeah, we will look for you, Lutunji, and I just have been really excited to know you. I know we've got a lot of things happening with events and stuff, and I can't wait to see you again. Thanks for being a guest on The Makers of Minnesota.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, you're an amazing lady, and I'll see you in a couple weeks.
1: Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.
0: All right, (laughs) bye-bye. Bye-bye.